Welcome to Uncommon Intuition, a podcast for those seeking to go beyond the mundane and find their magic. Join us as we explore spiritual topics and discover new ways to slow down, refocus, and live intuitively. Hello, and welcome to Uncommon Intuition. I'm your host, Christy Hansel. Happy New Year's Eve, everybody. I cannot believe that this is going to be January 2023. But you know what? To be honest, I don't feel the magic and the hope this year that I usually experience on New Year's Eve, where you're looking towards the future and the things to come and you've got a lot of wide-eyed, you know, like wonder and excitement about it. Um while also looking back on the past and and being like, oh, that was a cherished memory and stuff. But a lot of our memories for this past year, heck, even the past two years, they're not awesome. You know, we've had a lot of loss in these past two years and a lot of strife in these last two years. So it's not feeling so great as we head into 2023. But don't worry, don't worry. I'm going to help us get our magic back. Um, But it's not going to be by making New Year's resolutions. You know, resolutions are just really, it's wishful thinking. Like, gosh, I, I, it would be great if I lose weight or if I cut out smoking or if I start this new healthy habit, whatever it is, it's usually just wishful thinking. We don't have an action plan behind it. And um, let's not wishful think because I feel like sometimes when that happens, we start disappointing ourselves. You know, we become frustrated because there was no follow through and there was nothing that came to fruition. And, you know, it's like, uh, it's, it's very disheartening, if you will. So this year, I'm not doing news, New Year's what? <laughs> I'm not doing New Year's resolutions. I am going to, you know, just stick with my live intentionally. Stick with the things that I know I need work on. AKA, it's me. I'm the problem. It's definitely me. I'm creating my own trauma drama. Um, I just want to free up my energy mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically. I want to free up my own energy. And living intentionally will help me do that. And what I'm focusing on is trusting myself more, giving myself grace, living a little bit more adventurously, um, including more magic in my life. These things I struggle with. You've heard me on other episodes where I've talked about these things, you know, trusting myself and following through with things, making a decision and committing to it is not my strong suit. (laughs) And oftentimes when I do make a decision, I'm second guessing the decision that I made. So I'm just wanting to do stuff where I feel like I am a trustworthy person for myself. Let's face it. I am my own worst enemy. I mull over things over and over again and I don't let it go. I don't forgive myself. And it's just like I'm perpetuating this horrible feeling because why? Why? Why am I doing that? And was it that big of a deal to begin with? It's not like I'm a horrible person who made horrible decisions and did horrible things to other people. It's I stumbled over my words in a meeting or I, you know, was short and snappy to somebody, you know, it's stuff like that, that I'm mauling over and it's using a lot of my time and energy and I just, I want to let it go. Like the movie Frozen, let it go. 
I want to do that. Um, and being more adventurous. This is more about living life more fully for me. I have anxiety and so I tend to stay in my bubble. I don't go outside of my comfort zone because the unknown is scary. And so oftentimes the opportunities that are presented to me, I don't take advantage of them because it's unknown, it's uncomfortable, and I don't like doing those things. But I think this year I'm gonna push myself a little bit more. I already have pushed myself. Uh, back in August, I went on a zip line tour. That's outside of my comfort zone and I did it. You know what, and it was a great memory of doing it, but I did it with fear. <laughs> It's not like it was just all sunshine and rainbows the time that I was doing it. I, I almost had a panic, panic attack, to tell you honestly. But looking back on it, I'm like, I'm so proud of myself for doing that. And I do have great memories. And it, it taught me that I can do things um, that I'm frightened of and it can still turn out really well. So I want to do more of that in 2023. Um, the magic thing, I, you know... I'm pretty practical and logical. Like if you look behind me, if you can see me on video, by the way, a new thing that I'm trying is video podcasts. So for those of you that can see me, you can see behind me, I have bookshelves full of incense and crystals and spiritual books and, and crystal singing bowls, you name it, I've got it all. And um, not that many people get to see that side of me and I don't share that with that many people, but it is sacred to me. So I'm not going to, um, you know, hey Sally, you know, this is what I've got going on. No, but for like-minded people like yourself, I'm happy to share that with you. And so part of that is incorporating this into my podcast on a monthly basis. Um, so, you know, each month has their own elements that you can work with to make them a little bit more magical, to create rituals that bring in tradition for yourself, for your life, and to create some sort of manifesting ability as well. Um, so I'm going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to cover January's elements. And hopefully together we can discover some new things. Um, this is a new experience for me doing the video podcasting. I'm not sure how this is all going to happen on the back end, editing and things like that. Um, I'm already noticing when I'm recording, I'm talking with my hands so much, uh, but that is who I am. So I'm sorry. <laughs> um, as I was saying before, I plan on working with the energy elements of the month. And energy elements can be anything from the chakras to um, crystals, um, the full moons that are happening in that month. And I like to create small weekly rituals to honor those elements. Um, it just brings a little bit of practical magic, if you will, into your life, into my life. Because January is the month to look on the past and look towards the future, it's a good time to work on your heart chakra and your root chakra. Um, clearing and energizing the heart chakra releases trauma and drama from the previous year. Hello, I need some of that. It also helps you get in touch with what your true emotional needs are. And then of course, grounding the root chakra helps stabilize you and prepares you for the road ahead. I plan on going more in depth into these chakras a little bit later this month, but I wanted to give you an overview. Um, this year's first full moon is on January 6th. It's known as the wolf moon. 
And something I just learned about the wolf moon this year is that it's also considered a micro moon. Um, a micro moon is when the moon is furthest away from the planet Earth. So it'll be smaller in the sky and maybe a little standoffish. So it's reserving its energy, if you will. It was traditionally thought that wolves can be heard howling at the moon this time of year because of the hunger from winter. Um, however, we know that wolves howl for different reasons, such as defining their territory, uh, locating their pack members, and reinforcing their social bonds, and coordinating their hunts. If you see me looking off to the side, it's because I'm looking at my notes. <laughs> um, with January's full moon being a micro moon and a wolf moon, it would be a good time to sharpen your instincts and build stronger relationships and perhaps even take a step back and look at the bigger picture. Full moons are a time to celebrate and have gratitude. And let's be honest, nothing feels more magical than playing in the moonbeams and working with crystals. And speaking of crystals, there are um, certain crystals that work best for the energy of January. So we're looking at garnet, rose quartz, red jasper, and rhodochrosite. I believe that's how you say that. These crystals also happen to align the heart and root chakras. Garnet is going to strengthen the survival instinct and bring in courage and hope. Um, and rose quartz will improve the relationship that you have with yourself and others. While red jasper is a protection stone and helps to provide clarity and emotional balance. Rhodochrosite opens the heart, lifting depression, and encourages a positive and cheerful outlook. Um, can we just send that crystal out to the masses? Because I feel like we all could use some cheer in our life and have a little bit more of a positive outlook. Um, so each week in January, I'm going to post a new episode that focuses on a weekly ritual that can help you discover your magic and lead to inspired action. Up next, I'm going to do a card spread for the year. We'll see how this is going to work, but I'm going to pull 12 cards and each card is going to represent a month of the year. So we're going to see what the energy has to say for the year to come. So I've chosen 12 different Oracle card decks and I'm going to pull from a new deck for each month representing that energy. So this first deck I'm going to use is the Doreen Virtue um, Angel Tarot deck. And this is going to be for the month of January and the energy that we can expect for the month of January. So this card, it says life experience. It has Archangel Chamel, I believe is how you say that. And it says a significant life event, a powerful revelation that leads to change. Time to spread your wings. Um, it's such a beautiful card. What's on this card is an angel standing in front of like a tower that looks kind of like Rapunzel's castle a little bit. Um, and she's out in a field of flowers. I love that all the flowers are in bloom and things are coming to life in January. Um, usually, especially in the Midwest, January is a time of really harsh cold and you don't think of things coming to life in January. Um, so expecting some new revelations coming in January that kind of switch up your energy and the way that you think. 
I like that. Now, February, of course, I have to do February justice because of Valentine's Day and everybody thinks of romance and relationships. So I'm going to do the Romance Angel Oracle card deck from Doreen Virtue for the month of February. Let's see what it has to say. Um, I'm like, are we going to get a good card or a bad card for February? Because this deck has like, break up, get rid of the fool <laughs> cards in it as well. So February, ooh, okay. February says religious factors. Look at her. She's got this glow and this uh, halo crown above her head. And she's looking very, you know, stoic and individualistic as well. It says your love life is influenced by your religious upbringing and your spiritual path. I feel like February is taking that new energy um, from January, that new revelation, that new like aha that comes in in January. And now we're like, we're in it. We're glowing with that energy. We're feeling very independent. We're not feeling codependent on people in February. We're feeling like we're looking towards the future and knowing the direction in which we're headed in, in February. All right. So I feel like February, you know, that was the romance month. March, I'm going to go with a green deck for March. Um, so we've got the Archangel Raphael Oracle Healing deck. This card is really all about healing. Um, and so I'm going to, if I can get all the cards out here, shuffle those and see what we have for the month of March. Like what's our energy for the month of March uh, 2023? Ooh, okay. We got peace of mind coming in here. Of course, the card says alternative medicine. It says, Dear Archangel Raphael, thank you for guiding me to the ideal healing treatment modality and for giving me clear signs and messages to validate the past for my well-being. So this is really a focus on our well-being. This is focus on peace of mind and letting things go and like finding that healthier, better version of ourselves. Um, I like this. The card actually has an angel that's bringing in a rainbow to the forehead chakra of this uh, woman here. And it's all about peace and health. So that was March. I think April. April, I'm going to go with Archangel Michael deck. Let's see what April's energy has to say. Now, I didn't think this through when I got all the decks out that I was going to need more space. I should have gotten them out of their boxes first, but that's okay. So we're doing April. What's the energy of April going to bring us? So we've got April here. Oh, you know what? 2023 seems to be all about taking better care of yourself because April says, forgive yourself. You've done nothing wrong. It says, I ask that you help me let go of self-blame and forgive myself. Please guide me in releasing any toxic anger or fear towards other. And thank you, Archangel Michael, for allowing me to feel centered and at peace. And I love this. It's got an angel that's holding a child who's also holding a lamb. So that innocence factor coming in. I like the greenery that's around there it really represents that spring energy as well and new beginnings. So in April, we've got some new beginnings. We're turning a new leaf. Uh, we are becoming that changed person that we started in January with. Okay. So as we go from April, we're going to go to May. What's May going to be? I feel like May. May, we're going to want some compass. We're going to need some energy here. So we're going to do map, the map deck by Colette Baron reed And let me get this out and then we'll shuffle and see what 
energy may has for us. I'm liking this. I like that all the, the cards kind of play off of and build upon one another so far. So the energy of May. May, I intuitively feel like it might be a little rocky, but we'll see what happens here. Oh, I intuitively was right. <laughs> so the card that came in is actually in the reverse position. And it says into the unknown. Um, the lady has this beautiful ball gown, masquerade ball gown on, and she has a blind over her eyes. There is a little blue jay that's sitting over here on the corner from her. Um, and some wisteria plants, um, maybe even some bleeding heart plants over there. So she's walking into the unknown, but it looks like she is dressed for the occasion. Like, it looks like maybe it's a surprise party. You know, again, I said earlier in the podcast that sometimes the unknown is really fear-inducing, but sometimes the unknown can be a beautiful surprise. So I feel like May might have that conflict of, I'm a little fearful about this, um, but it, it's going to be okay. It's just all in how I choose to frame what's going on in the month of May. Um, as we go from May, I think we're going to need some wisdom after May. So we're going to go to the Wisdom Oracle deck by Colette Baron-Reed. And we'll see what June has for us. Like, what's going on, June? June, okay. So June also came in the reverse position. Now, usually when I read a re reverse card, I will read the reverse meaning, um, but sometimes it doesn't come across that way. Um, so this card has a, I believe that's a cheetah on top there, and it's on a statue, like, there you go. And it has a wire going across with an owl, and underneath the owl, there's this big egg on, on them. It looks like a, a fencing underneath the, the wire. So anyways, this card says co-create. So June is all about bringing in balance. We've got two animals here that don't really go together. They're not even usually in the same climate or area together. We've got a big nest egg that's here. And it's like we're really focusing on bringing the balance. Maybe we're paying extra attention to our finances come in June as well. And we're slowing down because that cheetah is not in motion. It's saying we need to use our head. We need to use that owl energy. And we need to get a better perspective come June. So we're coming out of May with the unknown and trying to reframe things so that we're not freaking ourselves out. And in June, we're finding our balance again. Okay, so that was June. I think July, July's gotta be better, right? Uh, not that those two energies were bad, it's just, it was a little bit of a bump, a bump in the road. So July, what do we got for July? I am going to use the messages from your angels card deck. This is a Dorian Virtue card deck. Um, oops, we have a card that wants to come out. So July, ooh, okay, July. We got a very sultry looking angel here, Chantel. Um, and it says new romance is imminent, either with a newcomer or through reignited passion in your existing relationship. Be open to giving and receiving love. 
I feel like, yes, this could be a relationship card. Um, sometimes when I get this card, it's about new partnerships and new business partnerships and things like that. New friendships. This is like a new person that comes into your life. Come July, we've got a new person. Um, this can also, like it said, new passions ignited, old passions reignited, that sort of thing. So maybe you're picking up a new hobby. Maybe you're picking up a new person come July, but we're looking for a different perspective, an outside opinion, if you will, in July. So we got July, what's next, August? Oh, August, I think we're gonna do the quantum oracle deck, quantum here. I feel like we might need a uh, quantum leap. We got a lot of new stuff in, in this year. It feels like we've got a lot of new, a lot of changing of perspectives. We've got new people, new experiences. So, hmm, this all could be different. <laughs> so we've got August. What's August going to bring? I feel like August wanted to come with two cards. So let's see what we've got. Okay, okay, August. August, the two cards that came out for it, this is this beautiful card, it says energy, and at the bottom it says courage. And we've got a knight in the forest, his stuff is all shiny, he's not been in battle, it's kind of like he's turned his back on the battle, and he's wanting to go on a new venture through the forest, even though forest can sometimes be intimidating, there's also a lot of magic that are in the forest. I like that because the next card in August is a travel card. We've got a suitcase ready for you sitting on the steps of a, a beautiful location. Uh, and the card says events and travel. So we've got some traveling that's going to be coming up in August. I like that all my cards just fell on the floor. Um, so <laughs> we've got travel that comes up. We're going to take that leap of faith. We're going to go ahead and do something a little bit outside of, we're, we're, we're setting aside the the fighting and the quarreling in August, and we're bringing in some energy of fresh new places. What's the energy of September? I'm using the Angel Therapy deck for September. Um, so we've got our power animal here for September. It says your animal spirit guide is guardian to you and is helping you with the situation. Um, I don't know what situation we're in in September, but I do know that the woman angel is sitting on top of what we call a unicorn and unicorns usually represent getting your wish. So we're getting your wish in September. We've traveled in August. It was an amazing vacation. Thank you so much. And now we're heading into September where we've got this wish coming true. So October, I feel like October, we're going to have to do the moon deck here. So we're going to do the queen moon oracle deck for October. I'm going to shuffle this a little bit and see what energy October has for us. Okay. What? <laughs> This card came in, it's like a hot air balloon. It has a woman on top of the balloon and she's looking through a telescope. And the card says, first quarter moon, 
assessing. We're assessing the situation. We're scoping things out. We're we're taking a step back. Like obviously, we traveled in August, so we're gonna take it easy come October. We're just gonna look back, do some people watching. We're gonna scope out the situation. There's no need for action come October. It's just a need, a, a time to take you know take it all in, take a breather, if you will. So November, we're going to do the daily guidance from your angels card deck and see what the energy for November of 2023 is going to be. What we got for 2023 November. Okay, well, we got a wedding. <laughs> That's what the card says here. We've got a bride underneath an arch of flowers. The card says marriage is the union of two souls joined in love, mutual respect and commitment. It signifies a desire to deepen your love over time. Your wedding day is a testament to your well-founded faith in love's power. Continually breathe life into the faith and love. Dearest one. Um, I like that, first of all, it's not a bride and groom. It's just a bride. So I feel like that's still continuing the energy from January and how it's continued to build on each other. We're traveling on our own. We're doing new adventures on our own. I feel like, and now we're really committed to ourselves and we're committed to this journey. We've become stronger over this. And maybe there is a new love match that comes in November as well. But I feel like this is like commitment. It's, it's committing to something. It's deciding on something come November. And then... Last but not least, we have December. So let's get out this little Chakra Girls card deck. It's a really cute, simple card deck. Um, so the energy for December, 2023. Oh, these cards aren't as easy to get out. Oh, okay. So in December, We've got a little girl here. She's got a forehead chakra stone um, and she's sitting in a yoga pose and it says calm your mind. It's all blue. I do think that this is about that forehead chakra. It is about getting in touch with your intuition, getting yourself centered again and calming down, which makes sense. You know, December, there's holidays going on. We just came off of a Thanksgiving holiday. We're going into Christmas, Hanukkah and all of that. And it's just like, I need to center myself. I need to center myself. I need to calm down a little bit uh, and zen out. Again, refocusing on what really matters come December. So that was the energy of every month in 2023 and what it's going to bring for us. I don't think it's too bad. Everything was very geared towards, you know, self-discovery. It was geared towards, you know, going within and figuring out what it is that you want to do, whether it's traveling, whether it's finding a new business partner, if it is trying something new and unexpected, if it's reframing our mindset, it's all about us and our individual experience. Um, and, you know, when you focus on yourself, it's not only better for you, but it's also better for the people around you as well. So I think that's a really important um, outlook for the year to come. Up next, we're going to do a meditation. I want to do a segment on energy healing. Um, 
I've had several people ask me, you know, can I do energy healing? Do you have to learn it? Do I have to go and get a class on Reiki, quantum touch, healing touch, all of those things? And my answer is usually no, you don't have to. It's helpful if you want to know the ins and outs of what you're doing, but we already have a natural inclination to energetically heal. And these are my examples of that. And I've said it on previous podcasts as well, but when you stub your toe, besides the first inclination being to curse, uh, you usually will bend over and grab your foot and jump up and down. Um, if you slam a hammer on your finger, you hold your finger. If you have a headache, you are naturally inclined to hold your head. Um, so it's giving your body a signal like, hey, I need help here. I need help on my head, on my finger, on my toe. Um, and that's essentially what energy healing is. You're doing that naturally already. So I'm going to give you a little uh, practice session here. We're going to engage some of your own healing energy so that we can maybe usher in 2023 with a calmer mind and a little stress relaxation. Uh, so what you do is you put up your hands and I like to tap them awake. Just three taps in the center of the palm and it says wake up, right? And then I'll do a little swirl just a little swirl around the palm. Again, I'm just waking up that energy that's in the center of my palm. And then I kind of rub my hands together in circular motions until they start feeling a little warm. Maybe it's warm from the friction, but they start feeling a little bit warm. And then what I'm gonna do here is I'm actually gonna put my hands on my forehead and at the back of my, the base of my head here. Um, and I'm just gonna hold this for a minute. And you can do the same. And as you're holding, you're gonna be taking some nice cleansing breaths. And it just starts to center your energy a little bit. Starts to calm your mind. Another really good technique, especially if you have anxiety, is to cup your ears and hold them like that for a little while. We're just imagining some green light, some light blue light, maybe some white divine light as it fills that energetic space for you. You can do the same around your neck. Maybe you have some shoulder pain. You want to put your hands on your shoulder. If you're feeling like you're confused and you've got your wires crossed, a good way to do this is to put opposite hand on opposite shoulder. And this is called polarity therapy. And you can kind of cross your legs as well. It just crisscrosses those wires, those energetic pathways for you. Actually, this feels really good right now. <laughs> it feels like a nice little hug. And then you can move to your heart center right here. In the middle of your chest and just hold I put I like to stack my hands one on top of another when I get to my heart chakra uh, it's like I need all that special attention right there so that's what I do sometimes I'll place a hand underneath um, near my rib cage so it's kind of sandwiching a little bit 
And sometimes you'll feel the energy, it'll feel warm, almost like a heating pad. Sometimes it'll feel icy cold, like you're pulling cold energy, or your hands will feel cold or a tingle. Um, or sometimes you'll feel like a static electricity. Some people don't feel that. Um, if you're clairsentience, you're probably going to feel something. So clairsentience is clear feeling. If you're a person that goes around like, I feel instead of I know or I think and you say I feel, that's clairsentience. And then I move down on my belly and put my hands there. I kind of like doing like a little bit of a triangle, an upside down triangle there and holding my position um, with my thumb and my first, my forefingers, I guess is what you call it, uh, together to create that triangle. Hold that on my tummy for a little bit. You can even put one on your lower back if you have some back pain. You can do that there. If you're laying down, you might want to hit your hips a little bit with a little bit of energy. So hold your hands on your hips, which is what I'm doing. You just can't see it. <laughs> and then you move to your thighs and continue on to your knees. You might want to do a stance where you've got one hand on your knee and one hand on your ankle and just hold that there for a little while while it's pulling the energy down into your roots here so hold and sometimes you'll feel the energy kind of ping back and forth uh, almost like two magnets where you can feel the magnets push and pull against each other sometimes that's what energy feels like when you do that Do it on the other side as well. And then kind of after you feel a little settled, I like to just kind of go and brush energy off, brush the day off. I call it raking, rake through that energetic field that you have and just leave 2022 behind. Just scrape it on off and shake it off a little bit. And then I, after I've done that, I do like a peanut butter, smooth the peanut butter motion where you're just smoothing out your aura, kind of combing through the tangles. You're, you're putting the hairspray on the hair, so to speak, as you're smoothing out your aura. So I do that just by making some wax on, wax off motions with my hands. And then I'll sit there and just breathe in. And that's a quick energetic cleanse where we've touched all our chakras and we've moved our energy from our head down to our toes. Uh, we've wiped clean any stagnant energy and we've sealed in the good energy that we've left behind. And I hope that helps you as you move into 2023. I hope you join me this Friday for our full moon ritual. I'll be doing a little bit of uh, an update on the wolf moon and how we can celebrate that. Until then, take care. How about that? Already doing something new in 2023 with this video podcasting. I've certainly learned a lot and I'm excited to see how it's going to change and grow throughout the rest of this year. 
I do have some exciting things that I want to bring to the table, and one of those is that you, as a listener, can leave me a voice memo that I can play on the podcast. So if you have a question or a topic that you want me to answer on the podcast, you can go to the link that's in the description of this episode and leave me a voice memo. Now, if you're a little shy and you don't want your voice on air, that's totally understandable. You can send me an email at uncommonintuition at gmail.com. And I'll do my best to include it in a future podcast. Hey there, thanks for listening. I'd like for our paths to cross again, subscribe, or leave a review so that we can find each other again. Until next time. Mm-hmm.